This episode of the Snuggly Dragon Podcast is brought to you in part by the Florabama Lounge Package and Oyster Bar. Head on over to the Florabama on Thursdays. They're doing free bingo from 1 to 4 p.m. Mom! Mom! I'm doing the podcast. I'm doing the podcast! Jesus. Head on over to the Florabama for free bingo from 1 to 4 p.m. on Thursdays. It's free to play. And what... And you win free prize. Okay, just go to the floor, man. It's a really cool place. We're also brought to you in part by Harvest Moon Coffee Roasters. Harvest Moon Coffee Roasters. It's a fledgling coffee company. I've tasted like a little bit of their coffee. It's, it's pretty fantastic. You guys should get on board. We're also brought to you in part by uh, Shift Sport and Wellness. Like Jake, he like is a he's like a pro at fixing back pain, and he's like really jacked and like a handsome guy. Like go like email shiftsportandwellness.com. Like go go over there. I don't know. Do whatever you want. We're also brought to you in part by Matthew Joseph Quitzall. Hell, like Q man with another pet peeve of the week. Like pretty pretty classic stuff. Here's his uh, pet peeve this week: people who dab the grease off the top of their pizza. You're eating a fucking pizza. If you're worried about a little excess grease, get a salad, says Q-Man. Yeah, uh, yeah, get over yourself, Q-Boy. And, and people who eat pizza, anyway. Fat jerks. Alright, this week we got my best friend in the whole world, Ryan Gardner, and a, a delightful mother of two beautiful athletic children who is just incredibly enthusiastic and loving and awesome, and I love both of them, and I hope you enjoy the show. Alright, thanks for tuning in, I guess. Sort of. Bye. Dragon Podcast. All right, why is your beer named Lucille? We're on the air. Welcome Ooh, to the show, everybody. Right guy uh, over uh, in front of me, and then Miss Chrissy Hilt yes. about to lay into it. Uh, you so can never be too on your microphone, by the okay. way. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. Can I take it off of this thing? Uh, oh. you, I wouldn't. I wouldn't on. recommend it. All right. <laughs> okay. Just gotta walk around the room with it. <laughs> Go to the John. <laughs> I'll be right back. Take your mic. Still gonna be live. <laughs> now we have three foot cables. So <laughs> there's a tree out there. Um, yeah. no, so we had a we have a brewer that named every tool he had he na- had a name for it. Mm-hmm. And this is in the old old brewery when everything was done by hand. Now everything's automated. And used to, after it was brewed, you had to rake out the mash tun, you know, all the grain. You have to rake it out with um, a hoe. And uh, um, the movie Cool Hand Luke, are you familiar with that movie? I'm yeah. sure. I've heard it, but I can't. It's think. an old movie, like really old. Who's the There's actor a ton in that? of actors in it that are big time actors. Probably some of them are passed away, but um, oh my gosh, I just. Now I've heard Cool Hand Peter. That was a Family Guy episode. That's all I know <laughs> about. No. A probably, probably yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. <coughs> anyway, they're all on a chain gang working for, for, they're cleaning up the road or maybe they're on the railroad or something. Mm-hmm. And there's a girl across the way washing a car, and she's stacked. Sexy. She's, yes. Fuck. Yes. And she's washing. If you can only imagine, her name was Lucille. So they say anyone built like that, innocent as that, built like that, should be named Lucille. So he named his hoe Lucille. <laughs> so. We originally were going to name it Lucille Georgetown's Ho, H-O-E, but some female coworkers did not appreciate that, so we just went with Lucille. Gotta be PC. Which is funny because there's a street right next to the brewery called Lucille, but it's spelled differently, and Mm. I had an argument with a guy who said it was named after the street, 
And I said, no, it's not. I work there. And he goes, no. Rich history. Yes. He goes, no, it's named after the street. I know someone that works there too. And that's what they told me. And I'm like, huh. well, I, I did the label. I know. He, and he was arguing with me. And finally, Sean's like, dude. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> exactly. Kind of like, if you're not going to believe her, she did the label, then let's, let's drop it. Because I mean, I wasn't getting upset. I was more like, seriously, you're, you're going to. You're, okay. <laughs> like, you, you know win. What? Okay, you, sure. Know, that's exactly yeah. I was like, you got it. You're right. You should go with that story. <laughs> yeah. People are silly. Yes. What is, do you commute to work? Like, what is? In Seattle? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I used to work more at home, but now I go in. Um, I pro- It takes about, with traffic, it's about 35, 40 minutes in the morning. But if there's no traffic, it's probably 20, if mm-hmm. that. It's mm-hmm. a pretty straight shot. It's, I'm on North Seattle, and this is just South Seattle. Okay. You drive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seattle is not a good commuting. They they don't have good... Public transportation? No. Oh, really? No. Like America doesn't have what? good public transportation. Yes. Yeah. Everyone has a car, and it sucks. And it's raining the whole time. Yes, and it's raining here, and I'm kind of having... Aw. So does that, like, bum everyone out? Post- because I hear post- Seattle is... Such an amazing city. It's gorgeous. Super you know, you don't realize you're bummed out until the sun comes out and you're like, "Wee! Why do I have so much energy? I'm so happy." Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. it's kind of funny, but it's not always rainy. The thing is, it's not rainy like this. See, people think when you it's rainy all day, they think it's constant rain and heavy. No, it's just kind of sprinkling. You do everything. Sprinkling. It's, it's sprinkle or gray. Yeah, I mean, and, and there's no one never outside. I mean, there's someone always outside uh-huh. running. Doing stuff, walking their dogs. Like, right, because it's, it's very beautiful, right? It's I mean, you have cliff, crazy it's cliffs. green all the time. Huh. That's cool. <laughs> Your phone's blowing up. <laughs> no, it's just having a hard time thing, yeah. charging. We gotta, we gotta do Seattle. What are we? We do. We can do Seattle <laughs> and uh, Alaska. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just want to do the whole West about. Coast. Because yeah. I've never been to California. Really? I do. California. You got a place to stay I know. Do you guys have a cool house? Lots of young ladies waiting yes, on you. <laughs> I have my own, you know, houseboy named Coco, but there are a few house ladies there for the rest of them. Excellent. Yeah, that's one of Ryan's demands wherever he goes. Uh, yeah. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm looking for prospective cities to live in. Oh, you love Seattle. In the U.S. Yeah. Portland's cool. Seattle's cool. The thing about... The New Orleans is pretty cool. New Orleans, no, I mean, there, yeah, yeah, New Orleans is cool. Yeah. The thing, the cool thing about the Pacific Northwest, whether whether you choose Seattle or Portland, is there's just so much to do in such a small area. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can be skiing in 45 minutes. It's not <sighs> the best skiing, yeah, but it's skiing, and what you've only mount- been in the it's um, Snoqualmie. Okay, so it's, it's not not anything rocky-ish. I'm no, a, I mean, a but like, guy. but um, <laughs> but no, guy. but um, That's Whistler, <laughs> Whistler, in Canada, uh-huh. is only about. Three and a half hours. Wow! And it's gorgeous up there. They've Skiing. got two. They've got Blackcomb and Whistler. Right. You, are you a skier? You? I ski. I'm not the best skier. Uh, I'm always about neither. an inch out of being out of control. That's but. the way. That's where you gotta be, though. <laughs> that's like I think it's a metaphor for life. Skiing. You're just zipping down this mountain. This life breakneck speeds. Everything's pretty terrifying. You're sort of in control. The moment you like tense up and try and like turn. That's when you crash and you yes. eat it, right? Yard sale, they call it. So you but just, you just got to be cozy. You just got to yeah. embrace the chaos and just woo-hoo, maybe smoke a little wind, put some Drake. Oh, yeah, you fun. just went skiing yeah. in... Uh, oh, so much fun. In yeah. Italy? Where, where'd you go? 
No, and uh, Czech, Czech Republic. How's that? How, with, with the mount- yeah. What are those mountains like? They're uh, so first time I went, so oh, I don't so really you don't have know, right? To no reference to, point. Yeah, I mean they were fine. Not not very big from what people are saying, but God, it was. Oregon has better skiing than we do. I was so I thought I would kind of just stroll in. Oh, I'm kind of athletic. <laughs> I guess it won't be a problem. Yeah, it was so unnatural. It's so weird. I had to do ski school. Aww. Yeah. Uh, did you have a little penny humbling. on you, and did someone stay behind <laughs> um, you with a leash? I don't remember if we had pennies, <laughs> but best. we were no lie on a hill, about you know, barely inclined. You're uh, like trying to push declined. yourself. It's to weird. Get it's just turning unnatural. isn't isn't unnatural. Yeah, it's very uh, unnatural. And then yeah. I want to be on the balls of my feet, and they're like, no, be on the heels. And I'm like, wait, what? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I just go athletic position, tuck. Right. I, I I'm not great at turning, so I just don't turn a lot, oh, and I just you just bomb hills all day, mountains. all day, baby. That's the no, name I'm the opposite. I'm I like, love it. I need, the and then I'll just wide. eat it after like, like two Whoa. minutes of like okay. vicious quad workouts. Messed up pretty bad, dude. I think it's so much fun. I love falling. That's one of my favorite parts of skiing. Because if you're wearing the big shell and you have your helmet, you're gonna be fine. I mean, if you if you yank off into a tree, then you get murked. And we just started like this year. I went to Park City, and we just started. Yeah. Oh wow. We just started. I kind of just started my tree game, which is a lot of fun. But yeah, you can't go. I can't do. You can't go steep. Right, you you got to be smart. But my favorite is just the very wide, the very wide, steep, icy blacks. Yeah. But you can't just bomb those. Like you, you, just, you can. Really? <laughs> oh, dude. That's the way to do it. Wow. That's the way to do it. I can't bomb terrifying. It does, right? It is. In the best <laughs> way. Wow. All right. I'll have to try it. Um, <laughs> anyway. So people are super outdoorsy, though. Pacific North. Yeah. North it's whole, I mean, anywhere you go, everyone, you're hiking, you're kayaking, you're... Skiing, you're a lot of hiking. Your husband ice that. climbs, uh, right? Yes, he ice climbs. But he'll go up to Canada for that. What? Talk to me about that. I don't know. If I he he like uses <laughs> picks and like something <laughs> attached to his knee? No, not his knee. It's his feet and he has picks. He actually did a, a GoPro once and we sat and watched it and oh I wanted my, to throw up. Oh my God. Because I mean, you're I sitting and you can hear him breathing and you know, you kind of get a little dizzy when you see a GoPro anyway because he's like constantly head up, head down oh, yeah. and... And you know, you you hear that the pick go in, and then you hear him like trying to get his foot in. And how it's long scary. does that take? Is that like an all day thing? Well, it depends. That they when they go, they usually go to Banff, which is in Canada, in uh, Banff National Park. They go to B A M F. Bad ass motherfucker. Oh, Banff. Badass. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, vertical walls? Because when I had this well, image in my mind, it's they're, like... They're frozen um, waterfalls. Yeah, they're frozen waterfalls. That's what my face looks like, too, when I see them. He'll be like, <laughs> do you want to see pictures? I'm in awe. And I go, no, I don't want to see pictures, because it will be this Whoa. sheet of ice and this little dot, like, way up high. How so do you get to those the... with a crew of people, I'm assuming. Just him that. and his friend. So usually I keep asking these same questions. People before them, they, they will screw in these, um, I don't know what they're called, but like hooks that then they hook their... And you can belay a little bit. Yeah, and then, and then you hook your, your, your rope into it. So if you fall, you're not going to go very far. But my question is, who's the dumbass who's going first to hook those things in? <laughs> and how do, you, how do you get so bored with regular life? That, like, <laughs> this is what you need to like... 
Your adrenaline rush. And the thing is, he's got super bad <laughs> circulation in his hands and feet, so oh, the entire no. time he's miserable. Because huh, yeah. his hands and also, feet are so cold. this is frozen water, so like it could <laughs> crack at any point, right? Like, I know, is that, right? Is that something that doesn't well, I happen? I think that's why they go to... Has he ever died? Um, <laughs> twice, but he's come back apparently. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I think that's why they go to Canada, because it stays cold there. For I mean... Mm-hmm. Less ice cracking... <laughs> Yeah. Fatalities. <laughs> the more north yes. you go. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's a beast. Yes. Wow. That's crazy. Did Keegan or Colby ever try and go? I mean, not ice climb, but they both have rock climbed with him. Keegan's more oh, interested in it fun. than Colby, but but Colby's actually super talented at it. Um, there's a couple of rock climbing gyms, and he can just boulder like a little spider. Mm-hmm. Um, that is so fun. But then he lost into it. It is fun. Bouldering. And he's got the perfect yeah. body type for it. Like yeah. that stringy, wiry. Like yeah. If you rock climb for two minutes, your forearms are just mm-hmm. pulsing. So, oh man. They, yeah. they just opened up a cool place in New Orleans. Um, we've been going a couple times. Nice. Do they do belay there too? Or is it just This the one they don't. I wish they did. Because that's more, you can be a little more stupid. Daring. Like, someone's gonna yeah, daring. Catch work. daring. Um, stupid, yeah. daring. <laughs> is there much of a difference? Is danger just the... Er, yeah, there is. What's There's a cool quote. It's like, safety is just the illusion of no danger or something. I, what am I, I trying know. to say? Oh, At so, work, we always say safety third. What's safety first? Safety third. I don't know, beer. <laughs> Binge drinking. <laughs> America. Wow. Jeez. So, uh, right guy, any wacky... Uh, Stories you want to tell us about you? You have a very interesting oh, yeah, recent. I don't know, man. You just came top of from my head. Honduras. You just came from Georgia. You just came from. Yeah, I was in Ukraine and Georgia last last trip. That was pretty wacky. Yeah, you want to give a little background about kind of like what the heck's going on <clears throat> in Georgia, uh, like with you. your kind of um, yeah, travels I'm just, and. I'm living in Prague right now, teaching English uh, mostly online right now, so I can. I have the freedom to kind of just roll out whenever I want. Um, Work so remotely just, from yeah, just any country in the world. Travel as much as I can. Yeah. From yeah. K-20. Mm-hmm. You so, got any cool goals like you're trying to hit a city in each European country? Or not really. Just flying um, by the seat? Yeah, just kind of winging it. I love it. Classic rock. <laughs> I, I don't know, man, because there are multiple theories on traveling or multiple strategies. Some people like to just hit as many countries as possible. Uh-huh. Kind of like Blitzkrieg, just just, to check just it off for the list. like just to, you just know, have like a good resume. Yeah. Like yeah, I've hit X amount of countries, but like I don't know. I like I like more depth in traveling. So I've found that living in Prague has been super cool and probably more rewarding than simply checking countries off the list because you're getting to know the culture, getting to know people. Probably more rewarding oh. than checking oh. countries. Sorry, I had to slip in. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. No, no, but yeah, I just. Sense. It's just depends on what you want, I guess. But do you go on um, more recommendations from people when you go to other countries, or do you go, oh, I read something about um, Georgia. I think I want to go to Georgia. A little bit of both. For Georgia, it was just kind of reading online, kind of uh, I don't know, maybe some site that said like, you know, weird countries or weird trips that you know most people don't. You want to go that, kind that would of be off cool. the beaten path, right? Yeah, no I mean, because I've been to like a lot of the capital cities and. Most people go to like Western Europe, which is like you know Rome, Berlin, Paris, with awesome Rome's, places. Rome's Western Europe, they would they would say. Um, yeah, yeah. 
just like culture wise Germany yeah 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 um but like and those are great but like once you go to a few capitals you're like all right they're they're similar you know old mm-hmm. yeah it's like, it's you like see New York the City sites. in a different language yeah 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 that's what mm-hmm. I thought Rome kind of was I wasn't a big fan of Rome. oh I liked Rome I th- I felt that way about Paris though it's mm-hmm. like the oh, sites are Paris. beautiful. But then you go to certain parts where you're just like, all right, it's just kind of a dirty city. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's There's super awesome, packed together, super yeah. charming yeah. parts of it. Yeah, but, um, but no, I just wanted to do like kind of weird places that I wouldn't ever do. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, you wouldn't fly from the states to those to to the Ukraine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, all right, I have an option to have a layover in Kiev. Like, I might as well just check it out for the day. So yeah. That's and you got bros over there. You, you're right. killing it, man. Yeah. I have people that are willing to go with me. So I wouldn't, mm. it's not like I would go to the Ukraine alone. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. You said Lisbon? You liked Lisbon? Mm hmm. I, I guess I kind of want to poke you until I get a sweet international story. story yeah. Hmm. Ah. I mean, all right. So I, the weird, I guess the weirdest trip I took was Honduras, where. <clears throat> I met, there was this job listing on this Facebook page for other English teachers in Prague. And it was, this dude was, this random dude was looking for an English teacher to live with him in Honduras for a month. So I saw this and I was like, hmm, like probably won't happen, but I might as well just send out the feelers, see what it's all about. So I emailed the people, came in. I guess I was the only person who had responded and Eventually, is that, is that a red flag there? Oh yeah. Oh, I was, I was, uh, I was a little hesitant. <laughs> guy no. wants young guy right. to, to live with, and but he didn't teach, 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 teach things to. I know, I know. <laughs> everyone, everyone had that remark, and I was thinking about it. You know, I was really, am I going to become a sex? <laughs> oh yeah. I, These am I going to be happen. a drug mule? Like that was that was what I thought was probably going to happen. But so I met this guy once. Um. And like he seemed like a cool enough guy. I was kind of just like, all right, dude, like what? What until do you you're want? alone with him in a room? So I, I we weren't <laughs> alone. So he hired a language school to find a teacher. So mm-hmm. this company, it's like British, whatever language studies, whatever. So they call me in. They're like, oh, your resume, okay, yeah, yeah, you've been teaching for a while, cool. Uh, like, do you want to meet the guy? Like, all right, next week, schedule a meeting. So then I come in to their to their uh, offices, and he's there. Seemed like a cool enough guy. I was like, all right, like, what, what do you want me to do, man? Like, live with you for a month and teach you? Like, do you want specific lessons? Like, what? He's like, no, d- don't plan anything. Like, he's like, I, I have textbooks. He's like, very like, uh, very vague. vague. Yeah. And I was like, all right, but he's like, I get a good vibe from him. Uh-huh. You know, I feel like you can usually tell if a guy's sketchy. Was he an um, older guy or? Yeah, he's about fifty. Um, That's so old. Yeah, and I was kind of trying to pick. <laughs> not, yeah. You know, like, I was trying to pick the brain of the language school who had hired, who he had hired. I'm like, so what's this guy's Am I gonna deal? Die? Like, we did a background check. It's all good. Like, we vetted him. Um, so anyway, so I kind of pulled the trigger. So he has a house on the island of Roatan, north of Honduras. So I just lived with him and his buddy for a month. His golf instructor. His golf instructor, right? yeah. Sounds like Entourage. It was Honduras version. Yeah, because this paper, guy, saying, he's a he's a day trader, right? So does um, he, like, he does currency trading. That's not his main thing. Like he manages businesses. He started a few businesses. Um, 
but like day to day he he does uh forex currency trading which is like buying and selling like u.s dollar versus the euro essentially so he's like betting on the euro like he's following the news based on economic trends or whatever he's like buying stocks in the u.s dollar selling them buying stocks in huh. uh, hmm. the euro you know I, I don't really know how it works to be honest right. but but he's seems to be making money did I he mean, just have you there to just have conversational English or yeah, like yeah. to? So, you know, most of the time we'd just be hanging out. I would go play golf with these guys um, <laughs> and we'd just be chatting. <laughs> like we'd just be chatting, hanging out. And he would. Uh, <coughs> hello. Oh, we got a visitor. Visitor. To the cabin. He's just bringing back a key. Yes. Oh, is that Kellyanne? It's Kellyanne. What's up, girl? Hey. Come here and say something. Come and say hi. Do you have any jokes? Hello. <laughs> you can't hear it. <laughs> no jokes, no fun event. You want to shout out any uh, K20 events? Um, volleyball with Max on Friday. Let's go! Oh, it's <laughs> good. All right, I'll be there. All right. Love oh, uh, <laughs> um, So you're just playing golf? With, yeah. It, I mean, this seems um, kind of loaded, right? Yeah, he's got a lot of money. You have so, your own, like, bay house apartment? Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. He has a house literally right on the bay. Like, so he has, it's not really a house. He had, like, five different kind of little villas that were connected to each and other. they're his, or is he They're his. No, wow. he owns them. He, they're brand new. So he lives in the top one. Then, like, all his friends who, like, he had a few people visiting him, too, when I was there. Like, they each get, like, their own villa, which is a bedroom, little living room, kitchen. So, it's complete privacy, your own balcony. Could we have gone to visit you and, like... Like, probably. Yeah, probably. But... Are you going again? Because um, I think I'm free. Keep this dude's I don't know. I don't know. Right? So, I'll get there. So, anyway, I was there for a month, pretty much just answering his questions. Like, he had so many questions. Super self-motivated. Like, knew exactly what he wanted to learn. What like, kind of questions? Like, oh, like... So the past, present, perfect, like, can I use it in this, uh, like, cool. is this the correct form? So he had, like, legitimate grammatical questions. Oh. And I, like, you know, in basic conversation, if a vocab word came up, oh, we use this, blah, 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 like, this is the slang for that. But, like, very low-key Pretty stuff. easy. And then, I mean, Good a few line. mornings we would do, like, he would pull out his textbook and have legitimate questions. Um, he'd have me, like, reading reading english sentences and then he would repeat because he was trying to like improve his uh his accent that was my next question does he have it, a big accent or is he trying to no, get rid he's, of the he's accent? Really good he's Czech yeah, guy. He, yeah he's Czech. um but no i mean like he's very good at english but he's just obsessed with sounding native i mean he's yeah he is is that gonna be a problem no that'll be fine. um yeah so super cool guy so i was just there for a month pretty much just hanging out with him uh, partying so with him. So no drug mule, no, no sex drug mule. that you knew of that you no. remember at least. No, no roofing drinks. <laughs> Any uh, none of that high stake scenarios. Um, no, that you want us to share with. That I should share. Uh, you um, ever been Caribbean? No, I don't think I have either. I've done like Mexico. Mm-hmm. I did Tulum, I Mexico. Say, I've done Mexico. Um, but I want to do the island. The island life is just good. Dude, people are relaxed. I would like to sell everything and just live. Sell your kids. <laughs> if I could do that. <laughs> if it gets me some money to live there yeah. a couple more years. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm Island life, baby. It's just yeah. smaller smaller communities. Having that water next. I mean, there's definitely something oh. to 
waterfront property. An island time. Sun. Island. Yeah. yeah the like weird thing siesta. about this place was they had two big Czech communities, like two villages. They're called Czech villages where it was huh. like 30 guys or families that they're Czech people that just own houses. Hmm. So it's like this complete, completely random island in the Caribbean with just like a load of Czech people. Just like super random. I'm not really sure how that. <laughs> but is it was there like a village or a town or what was no, like your island? Um, if you had to oh, okay. There were like a, a beer couple or something or fruit or something. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple. There were a couple kind of villages around, mm-hmm. and they had like a big grocery store downtown. Um, and we were so on one side of the island were a bunch of resorts, you know, beautiful Caribbean. Hotel, resorts, whatever. and like all-inclusive the, things or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then <clears throat> on the side that we were on, it was more residential. And there were, like, actual, you know, locals that were living there that we went to a couple bars. It was, you know, not not the most uh, not the most money over there. But, yeah, it was a cool place. Any ethical conundrums? Is like, um, that's, that's something I think is so interesting. It's like, so morality, as you may or may not have learned, is kind of arbitrary and just decided upon based on what community you're in right sure. i mean chinese people eat dogs yes. and mm-hmm. you know Jew- jews crucify um, christians right did you pick up on any interesting um so i would talk to some of the local people um and they kind of like shared that a lot of the like white tourists that go there prostitution is a big problem hmm. so like a lot of these girls would like be sleeping with these tourist dudes oh um because they, they just pay I money mean, they just make dirt money at their job like uh-huh. i forgot the um <clears throat> the currency exchange but it was like maybe like 10 bucks in like a week oh wow and they get paid like a hundred dollars for like a night with somebody so like yeah so like for these why girls not? it's like yeah why why not so that's that's a pretty glaring ethical conundrum yeah, there you go. for them. So yeah, seems to be some of that going on. But you got any glaring ethical conundrums? <laughs> uh? Well, Seattle is a glaring ethical conundrum, isn't it? Seattle's like <laughs> dudes with beards. It's like the hipster-ish. Wait, what's that a Seattle be, no, guy? That, what, the, the isn't that Mormon? Beards is uh, that's Portland. They, call, no, yeah, it's more Portland. But there's a, you know, when metrosexual was big, th- mm. they call that um, lumbersexual. No, that's not <laughs> the right word. It's something oh, like yeah. you're a lumberjack, but you're metrosexual. It's I can't I've remember the, the tight the jeans, long bearded, long beard, flannel. <laughs> flannel yeah, okay. And there's tattoos. Like everyone has tattoos. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Trying to think if there's any. I mean, it's pretty liberal, right? Striking. So, yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. Just I'm a couple sure of right. guys doing the best they can, growing corn and you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, whatever you do up there. Um, all right. Well, let's jump to you. You lived in Taiwan when you were a young lady. <laughs> I did. Let's keep it international. Let's. Uh, I did. That's where I met Sean. All right. We met Bay. Mm-hmm. They call him Bay now. Okay. Sorry. I, I love. Do you do you hate or love? Using Bay, I'm neutral, I, neutral and Bay. I used to really not <laughs> like it, and then I started using it ironically to just kind of make fun of it, and now mm. it's just entered its way into my. I like vernacular. when you use it. I think it's fun. <laughs> cool. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did good. Okay. Um, 
So why'd you move to Taiwan? Oh, your dad uh, was working or? My dad worked for Timex. So we moved over there for. When you were? I was third, fourth, and fifth grade. Jeez. So that's eight years old? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Probably eight or nine to 12 or something like that, 12 or 13. Any interesting lessons from Taiwan or from being a mobile youth? Let's see. Um, oh. um, you know, I loved it. I wish I could have brought my kids overseas. It's something that you can't, you can't, as you know, living over overseas, you can't, you can't describe that, the experiences or how you feel or, you know, when we were there, we were definitely a minority. There was nothing Western about Taiwan at all. There hmm. was, it was all Taiwanese. There was no... American restaurants, there is, you know, we would get, you know, for, for your birthday, you would, you would ask for a box of American cereal, and it would come over on a boat, so it would be months, and you'd what? open it up, and, and it would it be like, Christmas. full of bugs. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, huh. yeah, I mean, you just, there was nothing American about it, so you just can't teach that. You can't teach that. Like, I mean, I remember when I was little, it was Christmas time, and that was the first time I realized everyone didn't celebrate Christmas. Uh, I'm like, I'm walking around town with my mom ooh. going... Why um, how's Santa gonna get here? Well, no, it was like, why aren't there Christmas decorations? Why, you know, like, how come, you know, they're like, they're, uh, how, where's the Santa Claus? Where am I gonna get my picture taken? And she's like, oh, sweetie, where have I gone wrong? <laughs> how so, old let me you? tell you, third grade. Wow. No, fourth grade. I'm sorry, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Just three years. Oh, okay. It's so interesting because when we went to Thailand, it's like, oh, it's very I think Christian, Bangkok is right? Christian. No? Oh well, well I just I mean, mean with regards to uh, tourism. I think Bangkok oh. is the most the most traveled destination in the world. It is. We just played this game. We were bored doing the cans up in Calgary and we were like doing all these fact, you uh-huh. know, just questions and that was what was the number one. Really? Yeah, it was Thailand. It and makes actually sense. I thought of you when we figured out I'm like, Oh, uh. Max is there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's True. That's a that so is a true what's fact. Because the, they're they're pretty <laughs> a true fact. It's not fake news. It's not fake, fake news or alternative um, news. No. What What's the difference between Thailand and Taiwan? It's one syllable, right? I know, right? No, no, the, it's very different. It's Taiwan's uh, by the Philippines. Taiwan is right across from China and just below Japan, I believe. Okay. So you were in Taipei. Yeah, just outside of Taipei and Taimu. Hmm. So it was. I loved living there because it was. I mean, to me, it was a simple life. I mean, we, it was simple for us. We had a maid, but everyone did. Our maid lived with us. That was really common. Maids are dope. Um, we called them amas. They came here five years ago and, and visited us oh. here, yeah, yeah, oh. here in, in camp. Nice. She what? cleaned my cabin for me. <laughs> no. You don't need to. Oh, you, you didn't oh. ask her to? Are <laughs> you like, no. okay, come no, on in. She like, It's <laughs> a little duty over, over here. <laughs> she would sweep the outside of my mom's tent like with a broom what? on the dirt. <laughs> like, oh, no, it's okay. Anyway. She was great. Oh, I loved living there. You were very free. You, as a fourth grader, I could take a taxi or a bus. I could walk anywhere. My, you know, you weren't really worried about it. Small and, community. Um, there is a small, uh, what you call Western community, meaning um, people that were expats. expats. Yeah, like I have good friends that are from Australia and oh, cool. and South Africa. But it's funny you know, that Australia's Western. I know. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> It's not, right? Everything's Western is, is, if, if you, you keep, keep going, going <laughs> you, you eventually hit it. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, uh, but interesting, though, all the Taiwanese wanted to learn English, or they just wanted to better their language skills. So they would see you on the bus, and they would ask you all these questions, 
And these are questions that you wouldn't really give the answer out to anyone, but you knew they just wanted to practice their English. So it was like, what's your address? What's your telephone? They weren't writing it down. What's your address? Yeah, I mean, I'm like, what are all of your fears in itemized priority? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I asked about the small community because my research up to this point has led me to realize that I think the happiest, best people live in small communities. Mm -hmm. I think that's... Once you put a certain number of monkeys under one hat, right, it just kind of gets crazy. But uh, I don't know if you've read Outliers, Malcolm Gladwell. He Mm-mm. talks about, I think that's him. He talks about like the, the people with the who live the longest and are quote unquote the healthiest. I guess they have the least amount of heart problems and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. They like live in Pennsylvania. It's like a small little commune. <laughs> um, so I've kind of just been in Italy. thinking about that. I think Italy was one. Oh yeah, it was, and I know uh, and Greece, right? I think I don't know about well, Greece. They have, I know heart, Japan, there was, is it Okinawa? Is that the island? Yeah, oh. that's like 1952. My friend lived yeah. there. She's like, it's like you. Go back in time? Mm-hmm. Wow. I heard weird yeah. stuff about that. Yeah. She said it was freaky. <laughs> but apparently they have, they have this weird tradition. Like they have little groups of friends. It's like, I don't know if it's four or five friends that like, I don't know if you choose or like your parents put you in one. That you like just, arranged marriage? Yeah, arranged you're just arranged like, in like a squad <laughs> for your entire life. So I was like reading this article and it was showing like this little group of Japanese women who had been like best friends since they were like zero Ooh. years old <laughs> and they're 90 and they like oh, wow. hang out, I don't know if it's every day or every week. And they're but, 90 uh, and they all 90. made it yeah. to age 90. So Not their thing is like, about all right. their friends. yeah, their thing is like maintaining a purpose to your life even when you're old and not really working and like having yeah like you're saying a tight little community of mm-hmm. friends that would owe camp? itself to longevity yeah i would say camp definitely yeah yeah what what are your secrets what what do you why are, are you secrets? why are you so awesome now that like, everyone's how listening can we how can we no i don't mean secrets like um <laughs> like well uh, the other day dicey oh, what information please? what are your what are your secrets to success why are you so <laughs> positive and funny and <laughs> And, I am? S- and so awesome, <laughs> and why is your family so f- cool and athletic? And <laughs> what's what do you ice climbing? Yeah, I mean, key. come on, you guys, weird, you guys are studs. I don't know. Why I not? think I don't know. I guess I've I don't know. I guess I always try to make what lemonade, lemonade out of lemons. I say I don't know. Just I heard that quote is so I had I had misunderstood it. It's like if life gives you le- a lemon, make lemonades, lem- make lemonade. The lemon is like a colloquialism that refers to like a like a, a negative thing, right? right? I thought it meant lemon. I thought it was like if you make Whoa, get a lemon, me too. Make lemonades, right? You think it's the fruit? Yeah, it, it, it's not really referring to the fruit because I thought it's like pretty <coughs> obvious. It's like, it's like a bogus okay, car. Lemonade. Why wouldn't you make lemonade? Yeah, well, lemonade's delicious, <laughs> but also, what if life doesn't give you sugar? <laughs> so, but yeah, apparently it's it just means lemon juice, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lemon juice without the sugar, still tart. Um, <laughs> but you mean take bad things and turn them into good things, right? right? Or yeah. make everything or an opportunity. Find the silver lining, or mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I guess I've always I felt that way. I guess, or you know, I think also negativity just it's harder to be negative. It's more. It takes more energy yeah. to be negative, and huh, it takes more muscles to frown than it does smile. You got that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Good. guess I guess that's how I don't know. I mean, I don't consciously think that. You know, I don't go. Hmm. Today I'll be positive. Today I'll be positive. You just <laughs> internalized it, which is. I guess, but I mean, if you're gonna make me, I'm good. Thanks. No, no, thank you. Um, 
think about it. I guess, I guess. I don't know, but my family's always been that way. They've always had a sense of humor and mm-hmm. laugh. I well, mean, laughter humor is so big, right? Right. Mm-hmm. guy was telling me that humor is a type of intelligence, which oh, I hadn't really? thought about it in that way. Uh, right. What were you about saying it. about that? Yeah. Um, you were telling me this yeah. while we were bussing to Croate to oh, wow. to split Croatia. Or um, from split Croatia. Yeah, I guess it was it's like a an indicator of of intelligence, I guess, to some degree. I, I don't really remember to be honest. Yeah. It's stuck with you haven't seen that funny cool. enough if you don't remember it. Yeah. Um but, uh, s- no, I think it's like one of the reasons like they talk about, you know, in like mating, like a woman will select a funny mate. Huh. Or they're Maybe they're more inclined to select a funny mate over a non-funny mate. I think it's that's like a vessel for true. like intelligence, I guess, to some degree. We're big and evolutionary yeah. biologist yeah. fans, so <laughs> we we often muse about these kind of things. I could see that. I mean, mm-hmm. who would want to sit around with some boring dull guy? Someone's gonna yeah. make you laugh. Yeah. So I guess the question that you're saying is like, well, why? Why would just being funny lend itself to, um, like having a better chance of mating or? Now that's a question. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess that was the inverse of the question, but I don't know. I I'll, that's like I'll a socialized that thing. I, that's interesting. I'd have to ponder about that. I don't know. I think humor is the best. Have you ever seen? Um, there's a video of they they show a, like a gorilla a magic trick. And then, when, like a card trick, and when they do the "Here's your card," he just starts losing his mind, cracking up, laughing. No uh, way! I just recently saw it. Yeah, because it's just gorillas laugh. It was a monkey. It was some sort of primate, and um, they're like looking and watching, and he just loses his mind. And I thought that was so interesting. I saw him do it when they they made a coin disappear and then reappear or something like that. Similar thing, though. He just, they just laugh. Yeah, isn't that so strange? I don't know. What does that look like? Does it look like a human laughing? I think it was like silent. He just he goes was rolling. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He's <laughs> like rolling. What the heck? Uh, what do you think about zoos? Ooh. That's a good <laughs> question because I am torn about zoos. I brought Me my too. kids to zoos. I mean, when they were little, we had a pass, and we went probably every other day to the zoo. In what uh, state? In Seattle. Oh, okay. We lived three miles from the zoo. And it was a great zoo, um, but I also don't want these animals in these cages. But you know, the Seattle Zoo redid a bunch of their their um, habitats, and so these this leopard would just had a you know cage the size of my porch. It was little, uh-huh. and they made this huge, huge habitat for him. And actually, it was kind of funny. There's this huge glass plexiglass wall, and little kids would walk up and down. <laughs> And the, the, I'm not kidding, the leopard would hunt them. Like, it would see them. And, and you know that that plexiglass stalking. is really thick, but you're oh, just yeah. like, oh, oh. is he going to get through that glass and this take that kid? Time. Like, this one, the one time. Oh, my God. But no, I mean, oh. I have a, I mean, wow. I, yeah, I have really torn, talk about ethical, you know, I, I mean, I really do. I think they're, they're fantastic. I think maybe if it's more of, of oh my gosh we've had to save these animals so let's put them in a zoo Good and 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 show them and and keep them healthy and keep them alive and because then reintroduce they, them back right? or maybe they can't be reintroduced for uh, some reason or another right you know yeah. uh, who knows why right whatever the reason be or yes reintroduce them either way um, I would be more apt to support that um, but when you go there and they just happen to have 
this beautiful leopard just so I can see it and my kid can see it and be stalked by it. I'm like, mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let, let's watch Earth 2 on the BBC, right? Like Planet Earth. Or, yeah, right? Oh my God. Um, so, yeah, it's... Yeah. But we have an amazing zoo. I have this awesome picture of Keegan. There's a, again, it's kind of similar. It's this big um, bear exhibit and these two huge brown grizzly bears. And again, it's this plexiglass that's it kind of um, cuts it in half and it's water that comes up to it and they play uh, in the water. Uh-huh. And the kids sit there like this oh. and the bear was in the water, kind of his back to Keegan. Then he was turning around and Keegan's hand was up and the, the, the bear put his paw up to Keegan's hand. And you're just like, Really? Like, did they train them to do this? Oh, wow. You know, it was, it was crazy. But they also think that their food, their fish, come from the sky, because yeah. the person who feeds them stands on the roof and throws As them they fish. Should. Yeah. So they think all they think fish come from the sky. They're gonna develop a little fish religion, right. <laughs> sky religion. Yes, maybe. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What do you, what's your take on zoos? Uh, yeah, I love. I agree with the if you're saving them and you're, they're gonna die in the wild. I guess I think of like the whole Harambe thing, and that I think that's a nice hot button issue. I I love leopards. I love big cats. I just like watching them. So I think it's pretty damn cool if you can have a leopard or a cheetah or something in there. But it's like it might be a cheetah, not a leopard. Now that you say that, but go ahead. It's like how do you draw the line? Is this animal capable of experiencing like? pleasure and displeasure like happiness and sadness because mm-hmm. I mean you see some of these animals and they're like skinny and they're just sitting there very lethargic yeah. when they should you know their or eyes are glazed over and they're just pacing uh, is yeah. that normal I mean, or not it's it can't be it can't be healthy have you ever seen Blackfish the documentary mm-hmm. oh my god like orca whales I saw part of it and oh. uh what's the sea world oh right the, they shut that down right or they got rid of probably in yeah. part because of this, this yeah. documentary I mean, they, they made don't. a pretty strong case that like these whales were depressed and unhealthy and getting very anxious. It's like the whales were like drowning the, like toying, like with the, the people who were jumping in the tanks to to Mm. tend to them or whatever. They would pull them down, barely to the bottom, let them swim back up. And right before they got to the top, pull them back. Like they were toying with these, these they could have just eaten them, but they, yeah, they were exhibiting, obviously torturing. Yeah. I mean, so I don't like, I'm an animal. I don't like to be, in captivity we were talking today like yeah. the worst thing you can do to a person like mm-hmm. our worst punishment as a society is to put someone in a box right, right. Yeah. <sighs> I mean it, and you can take this argument to like to pets it's like I think I hate to go there a little depressed but like <gasps> oh no yeah I mean so you talk about cats like my mom has two cats sorry to call you out mom, mom. but like she doesn't we let them go you, outside like you gotta like all they want to do because they're not allowed in camp all they do at home at home like all they she want to do let them go, go in the backyard? No. Because so she they might used run to let away? them go out, but then she talked to some like vet or cat expert, and she's like, you know, you really shouldn't let them go outside. You know, like their chances of dying go way up. It's like, yeah, no shit. But so I mean, literally, all Leo Circle wants life. to do he's scratching at the door all day long. Oh no! So you gotta imagine he's pretty bummed. And we 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 take these animals, sterilize them. <laughs> now we're gonna cut your balls off and not let you go outside. <laughs> oh. So it's like. I mean, think about that. It's Don't you love selfish. us so much? Yeah. And then, oh, we, yeah. God. Oh, but we love him, and he loves us. It's, it's kind of messed Fuck up. That. If you think about it. Yeah, I think I won't allow myself to have a dog until he has it. He or she has a yard that he or they. <clears throat> 
pronouns are annoying. Anyway, that the, the dog. We can go to pronouns in Seattle in a bit, but yeah. Oh gosh, oh, we should. Yeah, let's definitely. Uh, <laughs> it's like you Circle can't just back. have a dog and and take it out twice a day and not let it have a. I mean, how, how do you draw the line? I don't know, but mm. I won't have a dog until he's got a dog door and he can run around in a sizable yard. Because, like, yeah. my my mom, she's, like, our dog sitter pretty much whenever someone needs because she's got a big backyard with a dog door. So all you got to do is feed them twice a day, make sure there's water in, in the bowl, and then they can they just run around outside until they fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And those dogs seem pretty darn happy. So mm. ethical, well, we just have no idea. Interspecies. You, no, you can't ask them, oh, are you having a good time? Do you want to, like, you know, my go outside? Is, we have this big picture no window idea. and a couch, and she sits on the couch and just puts her head on the sill and my neighbors don't, I mean, I walk her, but I go really early in the morning. cat or dog? Dog. Oh, okay. And we, I go running with my... What breed? I want to... She's a, he, she's a mix. Mutt? Yeah, she's a mutt. Of? A boxer. Striking. Okay. And I, we think she has a little bit of pit bull in her, because you know when pit bulls pant, they smile? Mm-hmm. She smiles when <laughs> My brother she has pants. a 100-pound pit bull. Wow. That's so good. we think she has a little bit of pit bull in her. She's super uh, sweet. Uh-huh. Not maybe great with other dogs, but she's super, she loves people. Like, there's no tomorrow. It's kind of crazy. But she sits there with her head on the windowsill, and my neighbors think, like, do you ever walk her? I go, every day. We go early in the morning, but she just sits there, and she's kind of pathetic looking. That's oh, why I'm like, are no. you depressed, or do you just love it? Like, yeah. Then I think, maybe she just loves it because she loves squirrels, she loves birds, and she can see. Oh, yeah. Like, You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I can't decide. I think but she'll then sit not out. to no, I know, right? tell you that you're abusing your pet. No. <laughs> I mean, uh, she gets out. Stationary. We have a dog. We have a yard. She dog. goes out a yard, a yard. <laughs> um, that too. That's a Seattle thing. Um, uh, no, she catches squirrels. She's killed two. Okay, well, in then, my backyard. Then aren't you abusing the squirrels? Like, if you I let your dog know. outside, it's like you can't win. I like, tried to save one squirrel. My boy started calling them Charlie when he kills them. I tried. That's a little racist. I don't know what? how they came up with the name Charlie. Isn't that what you would call uh, Chinese? Isn't there a war a where they would call him Charlie's? Oh. I have no idea. I don't know. I doubt my boys would know that. <laughs> if you don't know that <laughs> yeah. it's that it's racial slur and you say it, is it a racial slur? No. No. Interesting. Well, it's a, you don't know it's what you a don't racial know. slur, but it's not racist. How do you know? Does I'm, Wichuk Chuck, how much does Wichuk Chuk have a Wichuk test? But you, you were saying... No, my yes, the the squirrels are very endangered in our backyard. Oh, okay. Because she protects our house from squirrels. My dad would shoot squirrels out of our backyard with a shotgun. Your dad would have loved Chase because she, that's her main goal in life, is to rid oh, the world man. of squirrels. She almost killed my running partner. <laughs> Does she eat them or she just kills them? Well, we don't let her eat them. Oh. I'm, has she eaten one? Maybe. I don't know. Because we, yeah. when it's nice out, we leave her in the backyard. So who knows? <laughs> She's... I think when they're in the back, she's in the backyard all day. The squirrels know not to come by. Yeah. We have a huge, we have a, a glass window door out our backyard and she just sits there and looks and you can tell when there's a squirrel because she just gets all shaky. And, <laughs> and when you try to open the door, she, oh she tries to help you with her nose. There are questions. Are there answers? Who knows? Damn. Uh, what's the, the gender pronoun? Yes. Uh, so, debate? you know, Whoa. Seattle being Seattle... When people, Liberal, right? Mean? They, you know, people are, uh, they can identify who they want to be. And uh, I shouldn't say a lot. There's quite a few people in Seattle who, as young kids, don't know if, they, if they're if they a boy or a girl. They say, I'm a boy, but I feel like I'm a girl. So the parents are very open and 
Mm-hmm. Now we're going to call her her and blah, blah, blah. But then when they get older, they're not sure. So now they're a they. <clears throat> so try and use the word they instead of him. No. I mean, just in a sentence where you would use, like, where they does not work, but you right, can't you say to... him or her, he or she. What about that? Like right, no, it's not he or she. That. It would work for he or she. It's like, it's him or her, I think, when you would say, I don't know. Yeah. It's very awkward. Yeah. I heard they were using... Z, as oh. like that one. In Canada, I heard that in one. Canada, they're Neutral passing one. legislation to where you have to, to oh. use these pronouns, like Zer or and or Z. A hate, and it, you can be charged with a hate crime, I believe. So how, if you if you use the wrong one, so if you walk up to a lady on the street, excuse me, Miss, do you have the time? She's like, How did you? Well, you're assuming that I'm a Miss. Oh, um, I identify as a dude, or a so Z, I'm gonna press or charges. A so like that's I think they're See, like I identify as a they. What is that? I, I mean, know. I understand what that means, but I like, mean, it's got to be. You a feel like word. you're multiple people. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really wish I need to get. I, know what, I need I to get someone on the show like who has these. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call them issues. Uh, experiences, questions about their identity because. I mean, it's I very. So, I think I it's very speculate. interesting. I do too. I just. I can't think it's so interesting, it. I and I, I honestly, I would feel. You, 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 I have such empathy for someone who feels like they're trapped in uh, that oh yeah. someone they're not. Whether you're, if you, you a dog or a, a dog person. or yeah. a, a squirrel trying to, you know, no, uh, no. But even, even you know, going into uh, being gay. I mean, for you know, now it's not a big deal. But think way back when when you had to pretend you weren't. And, no. I mean, I have two friends whose parent had a mom and dad, and they got divorced, and the dad was like, "I'm gay." The mom was like, "I'm gay," and you know, Both how many. Oh, no, or like, you know, oh, different. Two, oh, okay. two different people, but like how many, how you just like, gosh, that it must be heartbreaking to go. I'm going to be someone else because oh, yeah. that's what society wants me to be. I'm going to have a family. I mean, they love their family, you know, but yeah. it's like, gosh, it's Can just, you imagine just that little yeah. tension in you for so long and you probably don't even know what it is at first. And then, uh, or if you do, that's even worse, right? Because it's not allowed. It. You just oh, can't be yourself, and you're like terrified of being. And so, yeah. transgender really, really actually interests me, because just yeah. the conflict in your body, or even if conflict's the right word, right? Like, um, or the fighting in your body, mm-hmm. right? right? Just the Tension. emotional and the physical part. Like, I'm physically a woman, but emotionally, I'm a man. And how? <laughs> and how do you? How do you do like fight with yourself, let alone God. deal with society who wants to push against you, right? Yeah. I mean, that's totally, completely interests me. Yeah, it's interesting. My uh, <clears throat> my family's plumber, like maybe five, ten years ago, like he was a guy, and then he came to my mom and was like, "Hey, would you mind if uh, you had a female plumber?" She's like, "Of course not." She's like, <sighs> okay, because I I'm gonna become a woman. So it's like, I mean, I feel like a lot of people. And especially in that industry too, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not to stereotype, very but blue collar. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. going to be stereotyping. It's just interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think we got it pretty good being easily identifiable genders but and sexualities. And is it is it other people's responsibility to like know which pronoun to use? Like, I'm all right. for like be exact, be who so. you want to be, but like. Don't when demand you things. Put the onus on us to use a right. certain word. I don't you know, think I don't so. Know, I want to say when that the intention is not to offend. The the pendulum has swung, you know, so progressive in Canada to the point where that legislation was passed. Apparently, it was it was like very vague terms, and now they're they're kind of getting the blowback because obviously it's absurd to like 
arrest a teacher in a classroom for I mean that's a freedom of speech problem and on all that stuff. So I think there's there's been a little blowback and and it's kind of coming back. But yeah, I think once you once you're like demanding like stuff based on your identity and your ego and and it's like okay be whoever you want to be but like also chill out and don't like be screaming and and saying i'm marginalized and i demand a bigger piece of the pie kind of thing i don't know yeah it's a tough it's a tough one yeah i don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um square dance square dance Oh, I wish we could talk Jews. Dude, square dances. So we we live in the woods in an undisclosed location (laughs) in New York State that we'll never tell you about. Uh, And we have square dances every year. Uh, We just came off of a super solid one. We got some juice that Chrissy facilitated on Ryan, but we can't really go into that on the waves. Um, Am I forgetting something? (laughs) No, no, no. Come on. I won't. No, we're not doing this. But um, you, I don't know what you're talking about. You okay? We would you like out. to investigate? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Do you know f- what you're talking about? Oh, 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 oh. Gotcha. Oh, sorry. Oh <laughs> no, that was, that's, that's always that's my mission in life. No, no, it is mine too. I like right? to. It's probably to a fault sometimes. I I like to like help facilitate positive relationships right um that's all i'm trying to do yeah that's the answer any uh, funny square dance stories from the past or uh i uh, always do the virginia reel with oh we're not gonna do names with a certain person every year <laughs> as long as it's not i guess humiliating or oh no <laughs> I, oh then it's not i always do the virginia reel with uh greg greg every year greg adler yep since i've been little yeah Let's talk about camp. And again, let's not tell anybody where it is or how to get here, but um, we live in this... You might not find it even if we tell you. We live in this almost indescribable little microcosm of society that I still to this day have difficulty describing to people from New Orleans. When when you describe it, do people go, oh, is it like dirty dancing? And I'm like... no. And then people <laughs> you who... You say that. I was going to say, my that. line yeah. is, it's like dirty dancing with not quite as much money and way more dancing. Yeah. But then, I'm like, but then I go, but I don't I have serve, like, <laughs> there's not right. the workers. I'm like, well, right. the workers are my sons. <laughs> yeah. Who are wearing tuxedos <laughs> yes. at any yeah. point. <laughs> I mean, it's a, there are comparisons you could draw between... You could, yes. It's okay. like a very outdoorsy lake and family side and family... Yeah kind of oriented space we do Lots have a talent show parties we have a dining hall i miss that did that happen stage. no oh. we should ask kelly when that was but shawnee and i are supposed to do a tap dance um, <laughs> we, did, we didn't me. know if you were coming yet wait what we haven't when done anything you? except oh say we're gonna do a tap dance do you know when it is oh. uh, i don't that is incredible um but i Practice think this is on um on thursday i think at three o'clock i think if we did something <laughs> something like ironic i think one would be really funny. Two would be good just to practice a talent, and I think people would really appreciate <laughs> it. So I would love to do like, what if we did a dramatic scene or like? It would be pretty hilarious. A tap dance. I think a tap dance would just be hysterical. Plus, Putting I kind of want to learn how to tap dance. Put on the Ritz. Yeah. What that, is that? That's a song that'd be good for tap dancing. I'll look it up. I'm a big Gene Kelly fan. Are you Gene Kelly or yeah. Fred Astaire? Oh. <laughs> do you have to be one or the other? I was gonna say. Gun to your head. Your whole family. <laughs> Is about to drown. Who you I don't know if I know. Gene Kelly or Fred Astaire. I don't know if I know about. Fred Astaire. 
I mean, I know who. I mean, there's a difference, but I don't know if I've watched you them. Haven't seen enough of their content. Yes, They're both brilliant right, artists. I think that's, Singing in the Rain, Gene Kelly. Right. Come on. Right. Dude is an Never athlete. You haven't seen Singing in the Rain, Ryan Francis no. Gardner. Francis is your middle name? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Named after his mom's dad. Who oh, yeah. Climbed a, who carried a dude across the Pyrenees Mountains? Francis uh, Mark. Allegedly, yes. Allegedly. Nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, what, that's what he says. Yeah. Um, he's got some cool I, war stories. I want to get back. Well, I'm a Gene Kelly fan just because he's, he's <laughs> a little bit better of an athlete, but Fred Astaire is so great. He's a little bit more Even of an, a beta male, I would say. Um, <laughs> and I'm God more attracted forbid. to alpha males, I guess. you? <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, Singing in the Rain. Everybody check it out. Beautiful movie. All right. Um, but so you've been doing the square dance. Because square dance used to be... Quick. Let's change it up. Quick. Um, uh, <laughs> um, you, there's just so many cool traditions at this place. Like you've yes. been doing the square dance, which is just funny sounding, I think, um, with Greg Adler every year since... I mean, you've been coming up here since you were born? I was born in May and came up in June. Wow. Me too. I was born in January came up in May. And I haven't missed a year yet. Neither of you, mm-hmm. right? No, I don't think so. Have you ever have you missed a summer? Nope, never missed a Even summer. Even when you moved to Taiwan and stuff? Uh, oh, sorry. I take the back. We did. We missed one summer. We weren't allowed. We stayed in Taiwan for one summer. Yes, I did. So I, out of my 48 years, I've come 40, 47 wow. years. That's that so is insane. amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a testament to just how magical this place is. What I would think is fun is, you know, you look around and my kids are playing with my friends' kids. We were you just know, talking about that. That's what's fun. Yeah. I mean, how incredible! Like little Beef and little Ryan running around, best buds, not breaking into the dining hall and that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, not frying up some mozzarella sticks. That doesn't oh no! <laughs> Never. <laughs> Any cool? Is that just incredible to watch? Like when yeah, it's really cool. It, I mean, it is. I mean, that's and then so it was so funny the other day. I don't. My washer broke. I don't have one, so I'm doing my laundry at. Jim and Nicole's, and uh-huh. I'm sitting there as I'm folding my laundry going, so is this is what I was envisioning my friendship with Jim to be, is me doing laundry on his deck? Like, And I'm really excited right. that I'm actually doing laundry yeah. on his deck, that I'm getting it done, right? Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, okay, Keegan, who at this beach are you going to be doing laundry on their deck? And you're yeah. like, yes, so I'm doing laundry. Or, you know, but anyway, yeah. um, it's, I think it's, it's, it's so, as you guys know, it's so hard to explain, you know, when, when you, talk about the relationships and and like when so i go home depth. i get i you talk about us you went back we were talking about a small community versus a big community i go home and i go in a slight depression when i go back when i go back home because yeah. it's so social here and when i say social like it could take you 20 minutes to go to the bathroom because you've, uh-huh. you've bumped into five people I on the know, way back to your cabin best. or yeah. my sister's like i thought you were just bringing the garbage down i'm like yeah i'm sorry i bumped into <laughs> so-and-so and yeah. whatever yeah. i mean you know it's never takes just a minute i'll be right back i mean you will be but maybe in an hour it's kind of awesome that you have to go outside of your house to use the bathroom that yes. just demands that people have to be more social right. because yeah. right. several times a day you have to leave your house and yeah just walking from the beach to the freaking commissary to get some ice cream you'll see like and you hope daniel you marshall with, yeah. with joey and then like nicole mill and like i don't, <laughs> don't want to use too many names but like <laughs> so much depth and everyone knows everyone right i mean Right, I mean, like you know, the gardeners. I always Stevie Gardner. How many times you go by their cabin uh-huh. to go to the beach? And ever since I've been little, it's you know, he's like, always got something to say. Yeah, yeah he's know? got and, nice and hat. Yeah. You know, and his his dad, the gardeners. I knew them, and you yeah. know, and it's just you know, everyone. You know, people call me Susie. 
the older crowd will call me Susie because they they get my mixed up with my mom. I mean, they, I don't oh. think they think I'm my mom, but, but they just, just you know, like mm-hmm. I call Colby Keegan and Keegan Colby, but they don't think I'm my mom. Yeah. But they'll be like Susie. Oh, I mean Chrissy, you know. I so actually identify just... as my mom now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a new pronoun. Oh, yeah. You identify <laughs> as someone else. <laughs> Oh, oh my man. gosh, that would kind of be fun. That's when it gets That's real confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gee whiz. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying when you go home, it's a tough. I, it's tough, tough for me because you know, especially when I go home, I, you know, I love my family obviously to death, but you know, I, I live with three boys that aren't very talkative, so it's very <laughs> quiet in my house. Yeah. I mean, I've had this conversation with them; they know. So and your dog's really new. sad. <laughs> my and emo. Sad. Yeah, it like, sounds like a depressing place. No, so it's hard for me because I think too. Everyone in, you know, when you, when I go home, everyone's so busy and you, you can't just go, hey, let's go grab a coffee. Oh, I got tennis or I'm this mm. or I'm that. I'm like, mm-hmm. really? Just five minutes. It's like, it's yeah. like, it's not like if they're like, oh, oh, I've got, I got to go pick I'm up my kid busy. in 40 minutes. I'm like, well, I'm not talking about an hour. Let's just go. Yeah. Let's go talk for 20 minutes. It's, yeah. I guess to me, I, since they're not, that's not their norm or they have to. I'm like, can I just stop by on the way home from work? I got a growler beer. We can open it. Like, yeah. you know, just yeah. be for 20 minutes. Yeah. And I think that's where I get a little lonely. I guess depressed is probably too strong a word, but. Mm. Well, it's relative, you. you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just like quiet. Hmm. And you're just sitting in your house. I'm like, well, I can go out and get my mail, but that's just across <sighs> the street. I'm not going to bump into anyone in 10 feet. And, yeah. you know, so I think, yeah, I think it's here it's just so hard to describe that and explain the you know just walking by someone's patio and come on yeah, like sit down i mean like okay sure you know yeah. it's a perfect combo of of nature and society right mm-hmm. it's it's i can't i'm telling ryan i'm telling everybody it's i can't focus because every once in a while i'll look out the window and the lighting has changed in these infinitely green trees mm-hmm. and there's just unbounding beauty everywhere you look it's like how can you not love this place mm-hmm. The lake? I mean, we're knee bats, so we got we got the full view of the lake, and I just wake up every morning into my kitchen. I live with my mom, of course, but <laughs> I walk past my mom's room and and go out, and I just get this you have a room? beautiful it's a view. It's a thin plywood oh, okay. uh, wall. When I lived in a cabin, we just had a curtain. Where are you going, Ray? Ryan's taking a whiz, <laughs> and he's right not going to the John. Probably not. <laughs> oh, I'm man. surprised he didn't take his microphone. But sorry, go ahead. The lake, your mom. I just love it. I yeah. just, I'm, I'm staying even longer than I'm supposed to, because uh, I drove up here this year, so I get to. I just need to finish my movie by the time, you know, all the my timeline has been set, but I can operate remotely. Mm-hmm. So, I got a little stand up office. I think I was telling you about in the back on the bunk beds. <laughs> um, so, ah, man, I'm just, I'm loving it. My girlfriend was just up here. My friends are coming to visit me soon, and like, I'm at the point where. I've had these visitors multiple times, so I don't even have to take care of them. Yeah, they that's come up and so they, nice. And they just, they fuck off. You know? <laughs> and, and it's thing. funny, there's certain people you're like, oh yeah, you totally should come because... Because you'll be you'll, great. Yeah. yeah, you'll you'll just, you, not go off on your own, but I, you won't, you know. Like you're we're talking about Elizabeth, like it's, you, you turn around like, where is she? Oh, she's talking oh my to someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, when I used to, when they, all these guys first met Sean... I would show up and they'd be like, Sean, and push me out of the oh, way. Hey, and they yeah. would call me like, is Sean there? <laughs> <laughs> this is back in the day when you actually called. You didn't text. But uh, yeah, they uh, like Sean better than me for a couple of years. Or they might still like Sean better than me. No. Who's that? 
Her boyfriend. All the guys up here. Oh, Sean is. I just said boyfriend. I totally meant husband. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Any uh, camp insights? You you overlook the ball field. That's a sweet little spot, too. Do you yeah. hear? Do you hear? Oh yeah! Like when I was little, we or little like teenager, we used to sit in the ball field and drink sodas, soda. <laughs> <laughs> oh. or play spin the bottle. Or did you guys? Do you Make hear out. people on the ball field? No, huh? that's not, really. not a hot not spot nowadays, to go, no. right? No, not now. But no. when we were teenagers, we used to hang on the ball field. We'd hang um. at the veranda and we'd hang at the beach. But we were very quiet because were you like afraid of? Uh, the parents well, yeah i mean yeah you just were quiet more, and, more firm yes yeah well i think then too everyone had their ears out and eyes out there and weren't afraid to yell at anyone if you were doing something wrong but we also you know we just we we didn't really go out of camp much at all he never mm-hmm. actually went out of camp like you guys you know you guys would just go out to walmart or whatever that, yeah, well, that wasn't around the, either uh-huh. <laughs> that wasn't around but yeah. yeah so i was just wondering if you do you not much sound from the bus. No, no, not really. Sound travels yeah. weirdly around here. That's what I was that wondering. That is true. Um, sometimes in the creek next to the ball field. Oh, really? You get like little dudes hunting for frogs. And but, you can hear them? Uh, not really at night, though. Oh, that's well, yeah, they're not yeah. hunting at night. That's what I funny. think is funny is how if you're out on the float, which is just like a floating piece of wood out in the <laughs> perimeter of our swimming area, you think you're at this no is VIP, one. right? <laughs> but being lifeguard for four or five years, it's like you can hear some stuff, so that's always fun. <laughs> yeah. What secrets do you have on people? That would be interesting. <sighs> Tell you when we get off the air. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get Lindsay Marshall up in here with her, oh, her juice. Juice queen. Yeah. <laughs> juice lady. Oh, um, man. Yeah. What's your favorite part about camp, right guy? Just like like you're saying, just the tight knit community. Seeing like all day spending time with people you love. Thinking about it today, I was like, "What did I do today? Just hung out with my friends, ate at my friend's house, came over, talking to good people that I love." But you feel very productive, but yeah, yet you've, I feel you've super done nothing, right. right? But like, it makes well, you question, like, "What are you supposed to be doing in life? Right? Supposed to be productive? What does that even mean?" Yeah. Can you're I do saying this when you around? leave camp and you got like all these things scheduled? Oh, soccer practice, got like you know school, blah blah blah, and it's like, why? You know, if if eventually, yeah, if the most important thing is just to be around people you love, it's like, isn't, shouldn't we be organizing our life right. in that way? Like right. more like camp, you're just hanging So we out. learned this, this yeah. new word, this Danish word. So we had, um, um, we had a foreign exchange student 25 years ago, high school foreign exchange student from Denmark. And he and his family just came up to visit. We hadn't wow. seen him in 25 years. And there's this Danish word, and I'm I'm gonna butcher it, but it's like huga. Yeah. It's H Y G G E, and if you know the word meaning, yeah. you can help. There's a, there's not just one H Y G G E. Yeah, it's like huga, but it's Danish. It's Danish, <laughs> but it's it's not just one meaning. It's this. Oh, your mom was talking about it, so she knows. Yeah, it. I know. It's I know this feeling of comfort and getting together with people, but you y- you haven't scheduled it. It's like it's like to me, like the perfect huga would be. I'm sitting and I'm just built a fire and then you're walking by and you come by and you bring uh-huh. a six pack and then he walks by and you know, everyone just, just impromptu impromptu, but it doesn't always have to be impromptu. It can be, Hey, come to my house, but bring what's ever in your fridge. Like don't go to the store and stress out and make right, something. Right. It's more just about being and being comfortable and, and yeah. just sharing and, you know, and I like to me, I'm like, why shouldn't we name camp that? You know, why, Ooh, you know, like yeah, hookah. Camp hookah. 
Ooh. <clears throat> well, names are powerful. I also think it's so cool um, how certain uh, concepts don't translate across certain languages. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I think the famous stories, like, they asked the Dalai Lama about how do you deal with anxiety in your culture? And he's just like, what? Like, there, there's yeah. like, what, there's what no is word for anxiety, <laughs> yeah. which is so powerful. It's like we've made it a thing. Right. And we should. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if there's no anxiety? Oh, yeah. be great. Anxiety's worrying about the future. Depression's worrying about the past. And what you should oh, do really? is live in the moment, right? Yeah, maybe. I, I've I think, never. Yeah, that's so that interesting. You should just love what's right now. Yeah. You know? Right? Uh, ah, ah. But Denmark was voted the happiest country in the world for like the past five years. So, like, there's something to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Suga thing, where it's like they're like pretty intense about it it's like i think it's like two hours a day like everyone does this uh, everyone from, from when i'm yeah but from you what can, I know you about can it. yuga by yourself like your your mom was saying like if you're just it sitting in black you, community though it i could, think it's just like it's, it's more this it's this leisure where it's like right. you chill and you like it's like you're not there's no electronic or i could be wrong about that but like it's just like and it's also relaxing lighting? no working like it's, you it's lighting, like, because there's a famous uh, light designer who's Danish, huh. and it's about, it's soft lighting, and it's not that it's dark, oh, soft lighting. <laughs> but it's, it's um, you know, it's not like these bright halogen lights, and it's this feeling, like, sh- your mom was saying that. China balls. Yeah, exactly. That you could just be sitting on a couch under a blanket, having hot cocoa, reading a book, but that's your, this relaxing Huga, I mean, that's... Yeah, and it's so foreign to, like, I mean, maybe not in Seattle, but, like, the Northeast, you know, New York, New Jersey, everyone's like, go, 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 like, the concept of taking two hours... Island time, going back to living on an island. go. The concept of taking two hours of your day to do nothing... Right. ...and just relax and just drink coffee, you know, not not listen to a podcast, no, like, you know, no reading, or or, maybe there's... I don't don't know what it is, but... Just just, like, not, like, trying to be productive, just, like... Taking your own time, spending it with people. It's like so foreign for <laughs> New Yorkers where it's like, go, go, go. No no time off. Great is good. But if they're yeah, the happiest country, it's like. Should Maybe we should listen to this. Maybe we got something to listen. it. Yeah. I love what you're saying about uh, Spain, siesta. Oh, man. Oh. I didn't know Spain is so the city shuts down, you were saying? The like whole it, city I mean, Nah, not the whole city, not but like down, but most stores from, from a I certain believe, time every day. Yeah, it's like, it's like maybe two to five or something everything yeah people just go home and sleep i don't know if uh, probably not office workers but like shopkeepers restaurant people like most restaurants are not open during that time that's the norm for just, just mid-afternoon just break but it's funny we, we went to uh um amsterdam to visit our friend and i think i was pregnant with keegan and we were you know shauna this would be great to live here and just wow. the lifestyle but it was similar it's uh shops grocery stores close at whatever i mean at a certain time and they're not open on the weekends mm. and so if you have a, if you're going to someone's house on a saturday or sunday on friday you gotta feed them well you gotta remember to go to the grocery store to get what you need to go yeah. to you know your friend's house to get and kind of same thing it's like it's just a frame of mind right mm-hmm. if you just go oh yeah i could do that you just gotta change your frame of mind like you just don't go out two to four five five to, to shop right yeah. i mean mm. It's all about changing your frame of mind, right? Every situation is. I agree. Yeah. Wow. You guys got me Jack. I just want to go home and change my nothing. Huga? Yeah. <laughs> we're hoogling right here. I we mean, decide yeah. we're going to make it a verb. We, you Come can on. Use it as a verb. We do that at camp pretty hard. That's, that's, that's all we do, really. Huga not. Huga not. 
<laughs> yeah. Cool. What's your favorite part of camp? Beef. I don't know about like favorite with regards to like priority, but something that just comes to mind quick is like, I guess this is my huga. I I could for hours play tennis against that backboard on that court oh, really? by myself. Like, of course I love playing with like, yeah. you guys at Sean or something, but there's something about, because I just love movement, you know, exercise, whatever, yeah. and just there's something about being in this giant open space, right, where there's, you know, no roof, but this hugely open spot surrounded by all these, like, boulders and, f- and just forested mountains and this fresh air and it's a nice sunny day and it's cool up here in the summer and I'm just just blasting away at this tennis ball I've, I've just it's just been such an important thing that I've made sure that I've done every year it's flow like, state action yeah definitely definitely yeah um I love I love running and just jumping as high as I can into the lake I was gonna say my favorite thing is that is when I sitting on the beach watching especially when you guys start doing it and then the little kids follow yeah, you like jumping cute. off over and over again off the diving board oh. and then they try to emulate you. It's, that's <laughs> like, that's gotta be one of my favorite things is We to need sit to fix down. that dive board. Oh. I will fix that It's dive not board. the diving board. It's the dock, I think, what right? I, like, yeah, we need right? to make it so that you can <clears throat> launch yourself terrifying heights into the air. Right. Do a bunch of stupid it's spins. because the dock's not connected yeah, to the whole dock, right? Sinks. So anyway, but that is like that... That is one of my favorite things to do is just sit there and watch the little guys trying to emulate you guys. It's <laughs> so dang cute. And I mean, oh, it's it's awesome. I, I mean, that's just weird. Just emulating the, the bigger, yeah. great, not Greg Spear, um, Spear. Jim? No, oh. it was Greg. Greg Spear. No. no. He's, he's, he's who's his brother? The, the kid. Who's his, young, his younger brother? Jim Spear's the youngest. No, but there. He's like stepson nephew. or nephew. Oh, or um, um, it's Greg, right? Is, I think no. it was Greg Spear. Well, there's a James. There's another James. Jimmy, uh, James. There's a James. There's a. But then his his younger brother. Yeah, I can't anyway, remember. Anyway, so he used to do like he, he incredible do, like, flying squirrels. Yeah, oh, really. That's, that's where we got the flying squirrels. <laughs> he showed us how to do the run, jump around, then do the backflip. Mm. You know, God, we gotta fix that time board because yeah. that is just too fun. Yeah. God, yeah. I love this place. All right, well, that's an hour and seventeen minutes. Um... I guess let's close with like, how can we make the world a better place? Is generally how I like to close, and I ask everyone. I th- I'm getting a killer huga vibe. I, I think say. incorporating <laughs> leisure, or we could do some some speed questions. Have some speed questions. Oh, speed questions. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Like what? Um, I just got some questions. And finish, you just got to answer right away. Um, I mean, just nothing that we haven't elaborated, like, uh, or elucidated already. I guess take, I guess, I don't want to say do nothing, because you're not doing nothing. You're doing a very therapeutic, restorative, healthy thing by hygge-ing, right? Right, isn't that great, yeah. the verb, hygge-ing? Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting, because I love the concept of flow state. But that implies like you kind of need to be doing something slightly I think demanding. You, I don't think I think you could. I don't think it means you're not doing anything and that you're static. I just think it's this sense of and if 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 hitting the backboard by uh, the ball against the backboard by yourself 
gives you this sense of whatever. Uh, I mean, that's, I think maybe that's your Hugo. I mean, I think mm -hmm. that's a thing. It's not a, it's not a specific definition uh, for every one person. I think it's figured out for yourself. What, I think so. It? I mean, mm -hmm. right. I don't, yeah, kind of, that's how yeah, I feel. I like, don't I know mean, too much about it, but yeah. yeah. What I know about it, that's kind of, I would feel like maybe, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like a state of mind and state of. So find being, your happy like, place and go there. It seems pretty obvious. I would think so. But yeah. I think a lot of people could benefit from like right now, say aloud what your happy place is and that'll already be a step in the right direction here. of, of yeah. here camp baby but I, I guess I guess I mean uh, listeners not oh. you guys uh. <laughs> uh, articulate <laughs> I, I think either write down or say I think there's something to that like you have all these thoughts in your head but there's something about the extra step of of writing it down or saying it aloud um, makes it more real right it it brings it into reality from a different mm -hmm. world, the subjunctive world, right? It's just an idea in your mm -hmm. head, and then when you say it, now it's grounded in a new dimension. And I think that <sighs> promulgates, promulgates the is that a word? whatever the idea is, um, causes it to to happen. It's a Danish word, promulgate. I hear you. Or just like imagining yourself in that place is probably already a great start. Yeah. Yeah. Healing to some degree. Articulate your happy place. That's my advice to Boom. anyone listening. Speed questions. Advice. Do you have so a speed who, questions? All right. <coughs> so oh do both of y'all want to do it or just... We'll, uh, we'll go we'll back and forth. Yeah, yeah. We'll go so Max and go first. Try and answer as quick as you can. Oh, oh wait. Um, yeah. All right. I'll go first. Wait, so how many in a row um, am I doing? Are you just going quick and we answer? We can... You go answer and then I'll answer after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. question. Okay. And if, yeah. And if you can't think of something, no worries. Word or phrase that captures your life philosophy? Complex athletic movements in the pursuit of comedy. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know Big if I want to go after fell. him. <laughs> you go first next. Um, word or phrase that cuts to the core of who you are? Uh, happiness. Wow. Beef? Oh, uh, beef. <laughs> beef? <laughs> First right. thing I thought of. Okay. Uh, what are you most afraid of? Whoa. You don't have to answer this. Uh, I'd, I'd say being by myself. Really? Yeah. I love being by myself. I don't, I don't No, I mean, I enjoy time, like... Solitude. Solitude, but... In life, kind yes. of? Like, not having a family or a partner? Right, kinda. yes. I agree with that. Going back to uh, yeah. isolation, like the, the worst thing you can do to a human being, right. put them in a, in a cage. Yeah. Um, I want to say, because this is what I'm trying to make my greatest fear is not living up to my full potential. Mm. Mm. But also, I'm kind of afraid of bugs. <laughs> cave crickets? Can we talk cave crickets no, for a minute? No, let's not talk about them. Okay. I, I was supposed <laughs> to go down today and, and fix my leaking hot water oh, heater. Oh, you're not going to do that, are you? And uh, there uh, were the biggest goddamn oh. cave crickets ever. There was two of them. Like one was sitting on top of the, the other one. The cave crickets for you? Yes. Okay. I'll I didn't come. kill. They don't, I didn't they kill my first you? cave cricket until I don't like two them, years but I ago. I can get rid of them. Like I don't. So like, they, I'll kind of like, oh. ugh, but I can get rid of them. For Give me you. A, like a. They're like tarantulas, dude. That, and they, they they're totally harmless. Now. Do they have stingers? They have stingers now. <laughs> now. I'm not kidding. <laughs> see, wait, Last seriously. year they did not. They did not. They this didn't. year's cave crickets. I didn't see I the stinger. I walked up to one. 2017 cave crickets have stingers. Those things are monsters. They do. Those are actual. I walked up to one today. Because Max was literally screaming about them uh, under his cabin. And I looked up and they have like... Well, that's that sound I heard. Half an inch stinger. Like a big, mean stinger. Fuck. Maybe that wasn't a stinger. 
Maybe that's what they procreate with. That's a wiener? Either way, it was sharp. Either way, get (laughs) it out of my cabin. I'm out. Um, All right, so what are you most afraid of? Cave crickets. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What is your most persistent problem? Oh. Getting deep. I, I have a few, I would say. I tend to repeat myself. Huh. Like when I'm excited about something or asking the boys to do something, Sean's like, okay, I think they got it. It's oh, a good really? problem, though. Mm. <laughs> As my family, I don't think so. A little, uh, little memory loss. <laughs> the worst things. Yeah. I guess uh, is it? me psyching myself out. Yeah. I'm just like getting in my own head and like... Yeah. And like sometimes hesitating and like... Oh, for sure. Just being like not immediately confident. Yeah, sometimes I'm, I just like... Sometimes I'll just like to try and think of something negative to like psych myself out, which I don't like. Yeah. I definitely, that's probably one of my, I think so too. I second guess myself. Yeah. I think, should I do, no, I shouldn't. And then in the end, I should have. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I think that would be one of mine too. Yeah. Always doing, I'm, I think I'm afraid to do something wrong. Yeah. To be incorrect. Okay. So then I'm constantly. Freezes action. Yes. When really like you should just do. Right. And, and then, like, it's not going to be perfect, but you're going to learn as you go. Exactly. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? I'm wrong, and I say sorry. Yeah. But I, yeah. that doesn't, yeah. Easier said than done. Yeah. I feel you. Hmm. All right. Street smart or analytic? Street smart. Am I street smart yeah. or am I analytic? Yeah. I think I'm super analytic. I'm annoyingly analytic to myself sometimes. But I'm pretty, I think I'm street smart. <laughs> not that yeah. I think you got both. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I would say more street smart, but I mean... I think as I'm older, I'm getting more analytic. Yeah. I think more, okay, take a step back and think about the whole picture before I jump in on, on it. But, really? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I annoy myself with the hyperanalysis. It's like, I think it's a very Fisk family thing to just overthink. Y'all go deep, for sure. Yeah, and like but you guys are. I think you guys are very street smart as well. You're very personable. You know how to like talk to people, sort of managed situations but it's not a little bit analytical too managing situations yeah that's how you totally. get i think that's totally. how you get there right so like, how would you define street smart then like uh like you, if you were dropped into a street would you be <clears throat> pretty likely to be okay you know like yeah. could you i think it has a lot to do with how you interact socially with, that's what I, with yeah. strangers mm-hmm. or like if a curveball thrown at you how do you do you freeze and think about it, over, overthink about it, yeah. or can you go, okay, all right, I yeah. got lemons, now I got to make lemonade. <laughs> go. Quick reacting, <laughs> yeah. problem solving. Um, slow or fast-paced environment, which do you prefer? Ooh. That's a tough one. I'm a little bit of both. I go crazy if it's too slow for too long. And then, of mm-hmm. course, I'll go crazy if it's too fast for too long. I, I'm the same way. Yeah. I think I need both. I think I, I gotta pick both. Then that's yeah. probably the lame way to no, answer. Yeah. But, if it's but that's how I am. You I'm gotta. The same way, yeah. you I gotta. couldn't do slow all the time for sure. No right. way. I enjoy it, and I like. Do you think you could be a camp all year? I don't think I could. I don't know. That's a good question. I've thought about it. I don't know. I, don't, I would say this is slow. This is slow. I don't think I could do this year round. I could do it longer than. Two months. Yeah. If if my if if Sean and the boys were here with me, I could do it for longer than two months. But mm-hmm. it gets a little lonely without them. But yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I could do it year round. 
I could be with these people year round. Like if all of a sudden we were in y'all came back to town, LSU. Or, yeah, exactly. We <laughs> went to LSU. You know what I mean? It's not not necessarily the people. Yeah, you? it's the slowness. Yeah, yeah. All right, rule follower or risk taker? Mm. <laughs> we kind of want want more rule follower. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're a little you bit of like a, a badass. Yeah, seem like you've. You might have fun. Well, it probably depends on the time. Certain parts of my life, right. I was more of a <laughs> rule follower change. versus yeah. not. Okay. College, I definitely probably was not a rule follower for sure. High school, probably a little more of a rule follower. I'm trying to be less of a a nonconformist. I feel like that was definitely a part of my growing up. Was like I want to be individual, and I'm just going to go against the grain just because. And I still think a little bit of that is healthy, but you gotta. There's pleasures in conformity and, right and like that's how you become a socialized yeah. human being you know? yeah i think conformity is okay if it doesn't um sacrifice who you are too right. much i think you have to sacrifice a little yeah right bit. correct yeah. correct yes not i mean there's all just run there's all give and take right uh-huh. correct but to sacrifice completely who you are yeah i think I agree. something i really like about myself is like Outside of the box thinking, if if there's a problem, I think I used to be like, I would just subscribe to a certain set of solutions. But now I'll think, okay, well, can we break the rules somehow? I think I have a much wider scope of creative problem solving now because rules are rules are there so that a certain body of society can be more easily controlled. Rules are not necessarily hard and fast, like you must obey mm-hmm. regardless of situation. So you got to know them to break them? Kind 100%, of 100%, 100%. How do you think you switched from one to the other? From, from, from being, like you said, thinking more in the box to thinking outside the box of the problem? I think a lot, I learned a, a good bit of that from the fraternity. Okay. I think... Um, I mean, that was one one of, like, our older up guys was, like, you got to know the rules so you can break them. And it, literally, that was, mm-hmm. like, his, his, like, favorite <clears throat> quote. And it's, like, yeah, I got a, I got a chance to kind of be somewhat in charge of a, an organization and still being subjugated to larger, you know, councils and all that kind of stuff. And, like, how do you kind of finagle through the BS and can you slip away certain things and, you know, not necessarily cut corners but just – be more efficient to what your organization's goals are. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think being in charge and having rules, you, you learn that maybe sometimes you can skate around a little bit and it'll actually be end up being better. All right. Need for control, is it low, medium, or high? I would say... I'm medium and I probably to low. I mean, and I think I changed over time. Like I probably was more, more medium to high. And then you just realize sometimes the fight's not worth the fight. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what's the worst case scenario? Yeah. I think you certainly start out high just cause life is scary as hell. And like mm-hmm. you need to control as much as you can, but then God, you just learn about, the temperature of Venus is 700 degrees Fahrenheit or whatever. And like, <laughs> 900. Nothing, thank you. And like, how just how much there is and how insignificant you are. And 
just how big the universe is and you just got to realize you're you're so not in control like pick your battles you're just so not like you're so not in control so i think having realized that has made me a much more relaxed guy Mm -hmm. and i like i'm a director you know I i think i'm good at organizing and controlling some things but golly is it's nice to just be a passenger sometimes you know i'm just like oh, yep yeah. hey this is what's mm-hmm. happening today like sure cool yeah are you more intellectually or physically competitive oh physically so like in sports you would say yeah oh for sure <sighs> if you have to think about it max I think it's both. Well, <laughs> I know physically you are, but I would. Well, my new thing is, I think I'm so competitive that I, I dismiss competition. I'm so good that it doesn't matter if you uh, come to the game. I think I try and do that to like John Boy or some, sometimes. It's like, I don't know if it's because I'm so competitive that it's like, for example, I don't, I don't want to play a game, <laughs> a game of ping pong. I'd rather just like rally back forth. Okay, so you don't. Okay, so you. You're afraid you're gonna lose. So you decline competition because you are so competitive that you're you're not gonna enjoy it. It's a theory. I wonder if I (laughs) if I do. Okay. If I'm that much of a jerk that I'm like, oh, I I don't even want to play. Or that you'll get so intense that it's not fun anymore, and you're like yelling at them because they broke a rule, or that point's not really what they say. I've never really been that guy, but I'm a competitive dude. Every single game that I've ever played with you. I think we're competitive with each other. We so definitely. That's, that's probably I, something. But I try and not be too competitive. That's the thing. Right. I definitely used to be a lot more than I am now. Do you find though that sometimes uh, you're just more competitive with a certain person? Oh yeah. But oh, yeah. but more out of almost Dude, love I mean, because like you're like super good friends with them or yeah, like you know. I think it's a good thing. Like we we push each other a little bit, uh-huh. and the fact that we're competitive probably makes us better at the things that we're that we compete at. I think competition certainly drives. Yeah. So it's quality. almost like a, a compliment. It's like I, I respect your either prowess, prowess or status at, at a certain things. So it's like, well, for example, I mean, when we played tennis the other day. <laughs> well, no, I I know that you're a lot better than me in tennis. So <laughs> well, like, you I were, don't really. You were you were like going for like rat like oh, like yeah. volley net moves, right? And I was like, how competitive do I want to be here? Like, I was sorry. I was. We were also just volleying. Like I wasn't actually trying to win. <laughs> then maybe it's in my own head. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Um, like, yeah. like in that instance, or like in chess when we played, like I, I could have just tried to dominate you as hard as I could, but I, <laughs> I gave you a handicap. So, I mean, this is so interesting. Not trying to be. Do you feel like you were this below him, Ryan? No. no. <laughs> what, I'm not, what happened in chess today? For, we we wanted to play chess today, and so I would have preferred. <clears throat> more of an even playing field so I started totally. without a rook yeah, yeah. because you haven't played nearly as much chess as I have in the past couple of months so like it wouldn't Maybe be fun handicap? if I'm going to play Elizabeth in tennis like I'm not going to destroy totally. her yeah, yeah. because I'm not that competitive you know I'm not going to like do whatever it takes to win regardless of how like I, I would rather have fun doing the thing than win okay that's what I mean and I wonder if that's uh, because I'm so competitive or if it's because I'm just trying to be less of a jerk <laughs> I don't either know. way work. I don't know no yeah. Um, yeah, I I, so. I think competition is my my a byproduct of yeah okay that's good <clears throat> and fun but like when I do things I don't it's I'm competing against myself I think ultimately right. it's comparison in between so I think it's sorry it's it's yeah. fruitless like uh, like 
I'm not going to be as good at being a mom as you or like his basketball at you or in certain things with certain people. It's like, I think it's ultimately silly to try and just be better than that person. I think you should yeah. just try and be the best person you can. Yeah. yeah. I think I beat myself up that way mm-hmm. more than against someone Which else. Which way? Oh, against I, I, yourself. Against myself. Right. Well, I think that's good because yeah. you're hardening your iron. And, right. And you're... I've heard competitiveness described as like having too much of an attachment to winning. So it could be like kind of an ego thing. It's like, yeah. God, I'm like, really scared of like not winning because like then I'll like if and I have if I have an idea of myself as like a good chess player and like I'm really competitive because if I lose then that's what challenging my opinion of my or my the idea of myself so it's like I don't know I don't know how to what to make of that because it's fun to be competitive it's like yeah. part of like playing any game is like if there's an element of competition it makes it more fun stakes yeah. certainly and I think Competition is good, ultimately, like, for society as well. It's like, mm. that's going to make the cream rise to the top. So. Yeah. Better better iPhones and laptops. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you more critical of yourself or others? My, myself. I, I'd say probably why, myself. Why, why critique others a lot? Like you could probably, I mean, I mean, we all probably critique others, right? And certainly. Not, but I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Learn from other people's mistakes. I mean, it's so much easier to identify and solve. So you think other people's issues than your right. own, right? Like mm-hmm. I could be so blind to like something obvious I'm doing, but like you know someone else. So yeah, I guess myself. Okay. Um, the role that I fill in my community is blank hmm. or a group of friends or <clears throat> what have you. community, right? Um, yeah. I try and community, be. group of friends, family, whatever. Well, I guess those are all very different things, but yeah. in, let's say community. Try and be entertainer, sometimes leader, mm-hmm. positive influence. I probably try and be a fixer too much. Mm. If someone has a problem, um, they don't necessarily want me to fix it. But (laughs) But you're just (coughs) compassionate. I feel like being a mom. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's gotta be (laughs) knee jerk. Yeah, it all comes down to blank confidence. Hmm. I was gonna say compassion. Nice. That too. Success is setting a goal and achieving it. Uh, I would say your goal and your like success to me is if you're if it makes you happy, then you're successful. I agree. And whether whatever that is, yeah, you know, if you're trying to find love, family, job, money, whatever makes you, <coughs> yeah. What fulfills your soul, what feeds your soul, to me, would be that. I agree. Yeah, I would say love. Mm-hmm. That's cliche, but... Because why do we get money, you know? No, I'm with you. I would think it would Probably. be more that and we yeah. but... It's so not important to chase the monetary amount. Mm-mm. It's so important right. to just do what you love to do. <clears throat> money will come. And help others. And, of course, if you can combine those two things, then that's right. the best. But, golly, n- material riches is, like the eighth number eight on the like list of the riches of the world mm-hmm. it's a great book uh master key to riches by napoleon hill which taught me a lot about 
just how to prioritize what you want in life and love and helping others and for sure up there mm-hmm. my vision blank what is your vision photo corrected to laser perfection oh okay. just had eyes <laughs> nice. it's like and i'm pretty psyched about it yeah. <laughs> 2020 2020 2015 2015 2017 oh okay oh and that works on a couple <laughs> levels so i'll i'll end right there um, I am sorry. No, go ahead. No, I no. Your am, vision, or your vision. Oh. Yeah. Uh, without my glasses, no. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess it all goes back to family, happy, love. Uh, just to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Like that would be my vision is to have that, and which I do, right? Yeah, and yeah. You I just have a loving, family. happy family. I really do, and that's your. That's your favorite part about life, right? Yeah, it That's is. Awesome. That's amazing. And I, you got lucky kids, I'll tell you that. They yeah. are fun kids. They're, they're good kids. I can't complain for sure. <laughs> I am... What? I can go a lot of different ways. I'm 5'2". <laughs> I'm six feet if you check my IMDb page. <laughs> You're but I'm actually not buying it. IMDb. I'm actually only five <laughs> ten and three quarters. I am pumped. Love that. It's <laughs> a good answer. I like it. I don't know Me if too. I can tap it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <my> Me too. <laughs> my purpose. I think my purpose, I think my purpose is just, I, I feel, is to make people happy and smile. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think mine as well. Right? I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what could go bad with that? It's such a reward system set up in our biology. I know I keep saying that, but it, it's just a fun concept that I, I'm realizing. How, how many... Do you ever feel better when you, like, do something nice for someone? And, and like, especially if maybe they're having, like, a bad day and my mom. And I, all I have to do is, like, go hug her and right. tell her I love her and give her a big kiss. And just watch her, like, expression change or, mm-hmm. or like, yeah. Come on. If you could tell Colby and Keegan that, that would be uh, awesome. I will. I will. <laughs> They'll get to it. Come on. Young guys always go through a phase. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a great quote. It. And it, it's about the the dad but it's parents it's like i was amazed how much my dad learned from when i was 18 by the time i was 22 mm. like in those four years <laughs> he became so much more you know yeah. what i mean um yeah purpose purpose right. yeah just spread goofs yeah all right two more the most defining moment of my life <laughs> Ooh. tough one that's a tough one. The problem is, there are probably a couple different defining moments, right? Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. Um, I mean, you can get back to me on it. <clears throat> I just don't want to be cliche, or, or, but I guess. The death of my father, mm. mm-hmm. and 
being on the edge of spiraling into negativity or positivity and choosing positivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this talk about cliche too. I was watching Oprah Winfrey show and it was basically, you know, going back to choosing negativity or positivity. It was, you make your own happiness and it just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks, like <laughs> bu- uh, br- bricks. It was, you know, if you're not happy, you're the only one that can change that no matter what your circumstances are. Mm-hmm. It goes back to changing your frame of mind of, you know, if you don't like it, change it or stop doing it or find a different route yeah. or something. And that was pretty big, I think, in my just way of processing life and people and situations and, you know, you know, walk in their shoes before you think, you know, say anything about them or, you know, judge what they're doing. And yeah. that was, I think, yeah, that was a pretty big moment. And that was probably later in my life. That was probably my early 30s, Oprah. late 20s. Yeah, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Oprah. Same. Yeah, his mom, <clears throat> your I was, family I was gonna is... Say, what? No, I, I was going to say something about my mom. Your mom told me when I was like nine or ten or something, like happiness is a decision. I was yeah. just going to say that is yeah. my moment. Like, yeah. I used to have like kind of anger problems yeah, just like a frustrated that. young little dude and i like i think like we got in a fight one time me and my mom and i like punched a frame out in the house i was just real worked up and she's like you you can decide if you want to be angry or not and if you want to be happy or not and it just kind of like hit me i was like oh okay yeah i don't really want to be angry yeah, <laughs> and it's right? like sounds so simple but it just like really went far Yeah, I mean that was the same with me. It was like it was such a simple statement of the best lessons in life are often the like, yeah, duh. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta learn them. Mm -hmm. You know, you Mm -hmm. you start like a moron and you get better each day. I guess I hope. Yeah. All right, last one. It's the end of your life. You've lived as long as you wanted, and you know you're gonna die the next day in your sleep. What would your life have to look like? Have to have looked like from this point till now? What will you have achieved that you could die the next day fulfilled? And who would you want us to spend that last day with? It's pretty much... Big question. Big question. <laughs> big, big, big question. question. Yeah. Many, like, pretty much from now until your death, what... Is there something... You want to accomplish? Things that, like, yeah. Or, or some... Just the way your life will have looked to that point. I guess I want my kids just to be happy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I kind of, it's might get a little woo-woo, but I kind of think we're already dead and that you... I just, I guess, I want to have lived this this life every day. Can I look back and can I say, yeah, I was, I was happy, I was fulfilled each day. Did I do the best I could, and did I help other people? Have a ton of fun. Have several amazing relationships. And maybe left behind a, a positive legacy for anyone who might interact with my soon-to-be deleted consciousness. Yeah. 
Ooh. About you? Uh, <clears throat> I would say, I guess, like, I would have conquered all my fears, kind of, mm. and just be mm-hmm. as... Because I, I think we all have a vision of who we could be if we, you know, pushed ourselves to the limit and, like, made every, you know, right decision. So, like, if I could be as close to that vision, fulfill my potential, I guess, as much as I could have, and, yeah, just kind of, like, put myself in the most uncomfortable situations and learn the most, and be as open as I could, and honestly just be as loving as I could, because I think that's what... That's what, like, not having fears is all about. It's like, you know, can you be as accepting of yourself as possible so that you can give as much love as possible? So if I could just be a vessel for pure, unconditional love. A son of love, right? Yeah. And S-U-N. Yeah. That and just, <clears throat> yeah, have some, like, awesome kids that <laughs> can, you know, make me, make me smile and laugh. And I'd probably spend my last day with you... I don't know, Matt or Sean, um, my family, but you'd be there for sure. I, I think it would be up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Sure. With, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, up, yeah. I think we're already dead in the sense that, like, don't wait to die to go to heaven. Experience heaven right now. Yeah. Heaven is, is eating dinner with your family on your patio the night before square dance. Like, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Like, we truly have so many, so much to be thankful for. Yeah. And I think. We don't I have just, to be on our deathbed to like, yeah, to appreciate it. Maybe what's well, what you're saying? Just depression. we're already dead. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, like, but you're saying depression's the past, anxiety's the future. Just be present, and then then you're not going to regret. You're not going to be on your deathbed going, "Oh, I wish, I wish." If you just mm-hmm. stay present and enjoy the present, and yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift. Whoa. That's why they call it the present. Damn. Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. (laughs) (laughs) A turtle from Kung Fu Panda. (laughs) Hey, I love you both. Thank you so much for... Thank you. Love you guys. It's been almost two hours. Awesome. I feel amazing. So thank you guys. Love you both. Glad you're in my lives. And uh, that'll conclude the the show. Boom. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Love you, everybody. That was awesome. What a what a pair of delightful individuals. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Harvest Moon Coffee Roasters. If you're not drinking Harvest Moon, you're not drinking coffee, baby. What are you doing? Get off your keister and go order some Harvest Moon Fresh Grinds. Later. Love you guys.